If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rose Pricks. It's me, Stephanie Wilder-Taylor and Angela Keita Moore. What's up? Not much, lady. What's going on with you? I am, oh my God, my dog 100% (laughs) knows when I'm recording. She she is not a playful dog. She's a sleepy dog. But as Mm -hmm. soon as she sees me with headphones on and a mic in front of my face, she's like, let's play with a squeaky toy and run around the house. Oh, she's like, it's time. It's my turn. Let me talk. Yes. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, this is real life. It is real life. I am. <laughs> this was a great episode. It was. It was very interesting. I was I was so into it. And, you know, there were so many amazing things that happened mm-hmm. in the spoken word. I, I don't know if you know this about me, Stephanie, but there I love almost every single art form, especially performance art, mm-hmm. except for spoken word. <laughs> you can say that. Except for spoken word. It was just, ah, it was so freaking much. And I, and they said, oh, you hate it? Well, we're going to give you all of it today. <laughs> um, but, you know, I know some of our rose fricks, they love, they, I mean, they just salivate over spoken word. Oh yeah, so I've heard e- that. Yeah, even though I hate it, I said, I'm not going to let these women ha- not get to have their just due. So we invited um, Chris, one of the Bachelorette contestants. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's either Chris S or Chris G. It's the bearded white dude. He knows who he is. He's exactly. going to give them a shout out. It's Chris G. That's who he is. We're going to give, he's going to give the shout outs to our Patreon members, our Rose Pricks. I am so happy he came by. I can't wait. Roses are red, <laughs> violets are blue. I'm so happy to do what I do. Making done away, I want to run away with you. Linda Parker, let me be your stalker. Alex, Nicole, Morgan. Oh, we are soaring, super. You make my heart yearn. Megan Medor, I want to be your dirty whore. Jenny Harden, you make me hard. And and Yarbrough, I just want you to know that Jane McMurray, you 
sweet like a McDonald's McFlurry. Jennifer Falls, oh, you give me blue balls. Mallory Wood, Mallory Wood, you know we should be together like Maurice S., who is the best. Mishin Jew, oh, you my boo boo. (laughs) Jenny Farnham, I am your manhem. <laughs> Kelly Kirby, you make my world go whirly. Jordan Johnson, ah, oh, you could call me Swanson. A dinner at night that you warm up in the microwave. Carly Clap, I will always have your back. Justin Brown, I never want to see you down. Barrett Lawn, ah. Oh. You make me yawn, not from boredom, but from overexhaustion from my love and Lauren Barnes. I just wish I had yarn so I could knit you a sweater and make you feel better. Snap, 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 snap. Oh my God, my face hurts from laughing at that. Well, Chris, you know, thank you. Thank it, you. It was a pleasure, Stephanie and Angel. I wish you very well. <laughs> Oh, yes, okay, thank you. Yes. Also, before before uh, we get into the show, let us just acknowledge Sarah Ann with Charcoal and Rose Petals. Yes. Uh, her website is charcoalandrosepetals.ca. That's for Canada mm-hmm. because they're in Canada, but they don't care. They're not going to let that stop them from shipping all the good stuff, all the lip scrubs, the room sprays, the linen for your pillow to turn your home into a fantasy suite. Get those products. She's going to give you 20% off. That should compensate for the shipping if you use the code ROSEPRICKS. Yes. So get on that. Thank you, Sarah Ann, for, um, for helping us out. Yes. Um, let's get into this episode. Uh, we open with Michelle being very overdramatic again about her character getting questioned. When nobody actually questioned her character, by the way. Nobody else said anything about it. Yeah. Well, and also, even if even Jamie wasn't even if the story was true, let's just say and people were wondering if she had met Joe before. Let's just Mm -hmm. let's just pretend that actually happened. That's still not questioning her character. That's wondering if she knew (laughs) Joe Joe before. before. I don't know if that doesn't mean that she came on the show and it was a sham and she already knew she was going to be with Joe. So why bother having any of the other guys there? Like the whole thing is so overblown that she might have met joe and as we discussed last week other contestants have known people beforehand listen when you told me that i was like well this 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 is a mute point right <laughs> right so um graybeard that's what i call him he's one of the white guys one of the bearded white guys but he uh-huh. has some gray in his beard Mm-hmm. Listen, Ms. I'm not saying all white guys look alike, okay? So people don't come for me. No, it's I'm just, just saying the ones on this episode. On, <laughs> on this season, this they, season. Yes, they put a lot that blend. I'm just saying. Uh so Greybeard sits with Rancho Cucamonga and he's like there he's he speaks very slowly and he has some like little white ducks on his shirt. He is not going to get far in this show. He seems like a sweet guy and he'd be a great uncle for your kids. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is not a guy that she wants to have sex with, but whatever. Absolutely not. He is literally the same as, um, (laughs) as Katie. He's the Katie in Matt season. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, it's great to have you around. We're so happy to have you here, but no, you'll be leaving. 
yes. uh, before things get serious. Yeah. And he's not even a tattletale. He's just talking behind the scenes. So what good, what is he bringing to this table? But not a thing, but whatever. He's like, I feel like there's a rat in our midst. So we find out that the guys are, they've all clearly talked to each other and no, and said like, none of us were questioning whether she knew none of us care. So obviously there's somebody, whoever told her was up to no good. Right. Right. They're correct. Mm-hmm. So Jamie sits with all the guys and he tries to gaslight the guys by saying like, you know, like Michelle and I, like, we're good. Like we, we're just really close. Like we had the one-on-one. So like mindfulness, intentionality, intentionalness, like I feel really good. Like <laughs> things are intentional with me and Mich- Michelle, like we're good. Like I, you guys worry about yourselves. Cause like me, I'm, I'm really good. Cause I'm like, I'm doing Jamie. Right. Right. That's pretty much him. He's like, I mean, basically she and I are married, so it's fine. You all can just, you know, cause we had that one-on-one time a week ago and yeah. that'll, we'll survive that for forever. Like with just that, that's yeah. all we needed. Yeah. He's like, but I mean, I feel, I feel for the guys, you know, cause they're wondering like how they're going to do with Michelle. But like, for me, I'm great. Like Michelle and I are just, <laughs> we've really talked things out. We're good. I was like, where's all this? Why is all this confidence coming out? Like what exactly? I get that they had a great one-on-one and he confessed, uh, you know, he went deep really fast. But I was like, sir, why are you this confident? You have no idea what's going to happen next. But he's like, oh, no, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm the one. And I'm never going to tell anyone I'm the one who said it. He should have known that the producers were setting him up to get kicked off the fact that he had to talk about it so much in his confessionals. Yes. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) but what I what I do find interesting and I mean, obviously, we'll we'll go through the whole show, but I do find it interesting that it was pretty they they really let this just play out for one episode. Yeah, that's very unlike them. I guess they're they feel like there's enough drama to because normally they would keep him on, but they ended up getting rid of him and Peter. You know, I was why? like, where are your storylines? I think I know. I'm glad they got rid of Peter, though. I was mm-hmm. like, he's just unattractive. But um, I think the reason why they had to go ahead and get rid of him was in front of cameras. He was talking too much about production stuff. Yes. Uh, I mean, of course, we're not there in the show, though, yet. But like, I feel like once I think they they feel like everyone has agreed to pretend as if this quest for love is not being televised. Right. Right. You are making the best point right now. (laughs) And he is just like, no, this is production. I'm trying to help these storylines to protect people. So that the viewers at the end of the day, when they, you know, really talk about it and, you know, and the Rose Pricks do their podcast, that like, they're not, you know, you know, damning these people's characters for having a full blown relationship mm-hmm. prior to being on the show. I think they were just like, see, we're going to have to edit too much around you <laughs> yes. because, because you should know already that this is a show that's not a show. Right, right, right. A hundred percent. And then they had to leave enough of that in to show that, yeah, this guy should not be here. Right. Right. But somebody must have, I mean, somebody must have played a hand in really letting it, the cat come out of the bag because they just found out too fast. You know, things, things were much slower with Carl because Carl wasn't, you know, giving all the secrets to production. 
Right. So they let Carl, they let that fester for a few episodes where they pretended like nobody knew that Carl was the one behind it all. Well, speaking of Carl, that's what Jamie, that's became his nickname. This episode was Carl's Jr. When, (laughs) When we get to it, when we get to that spoken word, I was like, oh my God, are we, do we have another motivational speaker? Yes. I was I like, think, this is Carl's Jr. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So let's, let's just get through some of this boring stuff that we have a um, group date mm-hmm. and it goes to Martian with the green hair LT who we're not going to see much of. So don't worry about him. If you don't know who he is yet. Um, LT just looks like he's been punched in the face for no reason <laughs> in this episode. Did you see that? I think he's having an allergic reaction. Maybe to the to the show. His eye was all puffy. Like something went wrong. That's why he probably didn't get a rose. But then we get two stars come from apparently the new top top gun Maverick. Maverick. What's so funny is that the black guy, he is on the show Insecure as well, which oh. is another show that I review for a podcast. Okay. And I got so confused. I was like, what show am I watching? <laughs> and what show am I about to review? I am so lost. Both those guys were so much cuter than any of the guys that she had to choose from. I was like... That is not fair to the guys. That's what happens when you hire real actors. They are very attractive. And I can't I can't help but to think how much they were laughing right before the director said action and they had to walk out with their sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. I know they were like, this is real. People have really signed up <laughs> for this. And we yes. have to give them a challenge. Uh, that makes no sense. Like who says you, I want to make you so dizzy that you're about to vomit, but profess your love to me. And that'll be a way for me to figure out if you're the right one for me. Mm-hmm. Like who says, uh, you know, last week we complimented that the basketball game was such a great group date. Mm-hmm. Well, they said, don't worry. We'll mess that all up pretty soon. Pretty yeah. soon. I was really annoyed that they didn't have her do it. Because you're trying to make this like she's so strong, she's an athlete. Like, but what the little lady is like uh, too delicate to do that. That's man's. That's a, for <laughs> only for the men's folks. Listen, because she probably would have hurled. Because uh, after the date, she was like, "That was like my worst nightmare." She, she would have had vomit in her hair. And while that would have been an entertaining episode for us, I could see Michelle having a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, him. you're right. But so, okay, so they have to do that G4, the G4 spinner thing. And they've given all the guys nicknames and like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so the, the takeaway from this is that uh, we're, we're starting to have, well, I guess we're not starting to have, I guess we had it before, but there's like a little rivalry going on between pizza guy and Will. Yes. The two, the Italian speaker and the Spanish speaker. They yeah. are not feeling each other. Uh, now I can understand uh, what's his uh, pizza Pete or Doughboy. I can understand his um, problem initially in this episode because he was like, "God damn it!" He said exactly what I said, but in Spanish. He just stole my idea. But I too would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's that's kind of the the thing is like, well, they're in a like a tough situation. I don't know. And pizza went first, so like maybe he just couldn't think of anything. Yeah, I don't think he could. This man was like, I brought my motion sickness pills. He was just like, if I can just not vomit, 
Yeah, uh, that's that's going to be the real challenge. So I'm just going to take someone else's words and use them as my own. But yeah, Pete was like really pissed off as if this was going to really do anything for him in Michelle's eyes. I don't know if he doesn't know this, but he's unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> like none yes. of this was going to help him regardless. He's just not cute at all. Have, did you ever watch the cartoon, Doug? Do, 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 no. Did your kids watch it? No. Oh, man, there was a villain on Doug that Pizza Pete is literally the reincarnation of. I'll send it to you at some point in time and you'll be like, oh my God, that's Pizza Pete. But the, okay. I digress. I digress. Go, go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. So basically then they have to do this. That wasn't enough apparently. And they're like, well, let's really get the, the, the rivalry going. So they have to do this fighting thing. You know, you know how much I hate these things. Mm -hmm. I wanted so badly to fast forward, but I was like, I better not in case there's some kind of drama, but which there sort of wasn't because they match up Will and Pete and Pizza Man and Will just like owns him, pushes him off the thing, which just makes Pete more mad. And then Will and Michelle get to go for a drive in a Porsche, which I guess is like an amazing treat. Yeah. Like, okay. Because they don't even show it. I thought they were going to show them being together. She's like, I have some more things planned. Oh, excuse me. And the plan was to ride in a car. Yeah. I I was like, well, this is boring. Like, I thought I literally rewound because I thought, did I fall asleep? Did I just miss the thing that they did? But the fact that it was just literally showing them pull off, I was like, well, that was no real consolation. Yeah. And then, so now we have the after the after party. And so now is where a little bit of action happens. So first, uh, Clayton, who we don't care about because he's the next bachelor and dear bachelor producers, it's not helping that you didn't officially announce him as the bachelor. We all know he's the bachelor. So it's so stupid that that you're not announcing him as the bachelor because we, we don't care about him. That's exactly what they had did to Katie. You did. I, I don't remember who leaked it to me and you were like, I don't know if that's for sure. And then it was like, Oh no, she really is. I was just like, why is she here? And why did they make her the bachelorette? But anyways, again, I digress Clayton. Yeah. So Clayton's like, you know, I'm really worried because Michelle's character was questioned no, it wasn't. No. And I have to show her how much I've grown. But since when? This right. is just bullshit. Do? Like, so when have you, what have you grown from? I mean, oh my God, I was getting mad for no real reason. And you know what? It doesn't even matter because the show's going to get better later. Okay. Mm. So then she sits with Nate and then Joe. Meanwhile, Peter is arguing with Will. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Yes. He's like, yes. you're a bully. He's like, well, you're a pizza boy. And they're <laughs> just like, and then Will, Will is like, well, you keep talking about your pizza place. It's not even open. And Pete came out with the corniest line ever. He says, we're changing lives one slice at a time. <laughs> no. 
I said, <laughs> did he say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> I said, he's still on that G-Force thing. His mind ain't right. His mind ain't right. Because he wouldn't have said that out loud and wanted somebody to take him seriously. There's no way. Oh my God. That was so good. That was really good. <laughs> and I don't know if pizza, pizza guy thinks, I don't know if he really is just immature or if he thinks like he's going to, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get attention from being that guy. I did. I don't know. I do not know either. It's just, it really like, I was, I was like, I know they've seen some of the show. So like, he's got to know that this will never go well if he becomes this guy, like eventually it's going to get annoying, but maybe I'm wrong. And he just didn't know because he was being such a dick. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I felt bad for Will. Is this the part where he uh, gets ready to start crying about the coat, the jacket? Well, yeah, he got- I mean, going out of order real yeah. quick, uh, real quick, just so that we don't lose track. Then we go to a scene where they're getting a date card mm-hmm. and um, Rancho Cucamonga gets the one on one. Yes. Yeah. And Malik is like, I listen. Rancho Cucamonga, he's nice, but come on. Like, really? Like, that guy's going to get friend zoned real fast. And I was like, I don't disagree. Yeah, he was like, okay. (laughs) All right, that's sweet. She's like, let me try this guy out. But we all know. Rancho Cucamonga (laughs) has serious Andrew vibes to me. You know, fake. he's like kind of goofy. He's really funny. She likes him. He's a super nice guy, but it's just, I don't think she's going to see herself like sleeping with him. Yeah. I think he's even, even worse than Andrew vibes, but definitely that direction. That's definitely, I get it. It's like the, the goofiness. Yeah. Like I like a guy that makes me laugh, but like not in a goofy way. Like right. in a, you are your your sense of humor is so quick and like witty. Right. Not, uh, you are the joke. Right. Not like let's just always be like goofing around. Like I just don't I just don't think that's going to be her thing. But I, I don't either. I don't either. So, OK, so let's see. So then um, Michelle sits with the green haired glasses guy, Martian. Martian. Um, and I am so confused about this one because he's not cute in the tiniest, <laughs> littlest bit, right? Um, he's not ugly, but how he's is definitely, he lasting? Uh, you know, because we've only done two eliminations so far. That's why he's lasting. But she keeps making out with him. She's bought into this. That Michelle we saw the first episode is gone. This is the Michelle that's going to stick her tongue down everybody's throat that comes on the show. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So um, then this is where, so now Pizza Guy is like, throws Will's jacket in the pool. Like such a, such a kid tantrum move. Yes. Like, why would you, like, if, if he tells on you, you know, you're going home. Like that's just, that's just automatically going to happen. There's no way you're going to survive that. And then what exactly did and that Will didn't you? even tell on him. I know. And I would have, I know they were like, if you just handle this classy, Will, you know, you'll always be seen as, you know, the, the calm, cool headed guy. I've been like, well, 
Too bad they'll never know that part of me. I'm telling. <laughs> I am telling. I just yeah. sent you the picture of who I think Pizza Pete looks like. I, you just have to see it. Okay. Yet, he had to fish it out of the goddamn going with a net. It was so sad net. at the end. Yeah, but then and this he was so upset. He, he was so sad. He was crying. He was like, this jacket was like really special to me. You'd think like, you know, he got the jacket from his dad and not from two actors like 20 minutes ago, but okay. Right. right. He was really sad. And, and it, you know, like they could have just made Peter give him his jacket. They all got <laughs> a bomber jacket. I, I believe. Are you sure? I don't think they did. Oh, that's what I forgot to mention. It's in my notes. I, seeing all of them in those jumpers, it, they look like a boy band to me. I was waiting for some Backstreet Boys. Oh, and Backstreet Boys. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I was like, oh, they really could, uh, could really bust out into some routine. And I would believe that they were like on review in like Las Vegas. I'd be yes. like, oh my God, this is a review show. The Bachelor. They're going to strip. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so then Peter comes back from, you know, from, oh, from talking to Michelle and after Will's cried about his jacket. And now there's like a chill in the air that Peter does not feel. He's like, yo, what up, Calzone? Feeling good about (laughs) Michelle. What's up, guys? And the guys are like, yeah, we don't want to hear it. And then Clayton's like, did you seriously just throw Will's jacket in the pool? And then he looks at Clayton. He's like, bro. I got a lot of love for you. Okay. Like a calzone, but don't get involved. All right. <laughs> Clayton goes, Aren't you worried? It's going to get back to Michelle though. And then pizza goes, Hey, listen, calzone, you dating me or are you dating Michelle? I was he like, what the hell? What does that even mean? <laughs> he, what? what? He's asking you, do you think Michelle, who he is dating, like yourself, is going to find out about it? I think really what it meant was, hey, you saw how Will pummeled me on that beam and I'm looking at how big you are. I know you could kill me with your bare hands. So this has nothing to do with me and you. (laughs) Right, right, right. Like I don't want it to be an argument between me and you because you will smush my face. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really want that to happen on national television at all. Listen, uh, Clayton, I made you a calzone. Okay. It's like a homemade from my secret recipe from down the block on the block <laughs> on the block changing lives one slice at a time. <laughs> so Michelle uh, picks the, has the date Rose and um she gives it to Martian mm. and then they go and they listen to Top Gun themed violin music. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that plays over poor Will fishing his jacket out with a net. Mm. Poor so Will. It was a tearjerker. Yeah. But now it's time for Cucamonga to go out. And even though he's packed a bag, we all know that nobody is going home this early producers. No one on one date. Nobody gets sent home. Don't you don't need to show us the suitcase by the door. The and the big reason why we know one no no one's going home is that she's already sent people home at times that weren't expected. When she sent Ryan home, that was like, oh, that's an that's an interesting take. We're not even going to let him make it to the rose ceremony, even though the rose ceremony is getting ready to happen. So it's just like you're not going to send Granny Smith Apple home <laughs> just yet. You're not. Exactly. 
So they do a thing where she gets blindfolded and has to eat food. Oh, they're going to do a truth or dare. Yes, truth uh, or dare. How daring. What is this? Is this pizza? Is this French fries? Oh my gosh. What's going to happen next? Yes. Oh, now we've got to fish a key out of boxes. Oh, crazy. But we're going to be handcuffed together because (gasps) why not? Now we're going to have a megaphone and Cucamonga has to strip down and streak around while Michelle yells, this is our journey. Oh my gosh. They're so funny. And then all the guys are going to come out and go, why are you naked? And Tasha and Caitlin are going to go, Oh, ah, oh my <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Then they're They go to Michelle's suite and they, oh my God, Penelope. Listen, my dog is barking outside too. And I don't know who or what. And Penelope, I do not have time to edit this podcast. Be quiet. Penelope's like, I want to be on the date. I want to get a rose. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So then they go in Michelle's suite. They lay down to do the truth portion. And Cucamonga is very scared. His truth is he's, his biggest fear is dying before becoming a husband and father. And Michelle's big fear is becoming complacent. Those are out of balance. (laughs) First of all, they, this was, this was, I'm too tired to thank both of them. I'm too tired to thank. So I'm just going to give you something like being afraid to die before you become a husband in a father. While I can see some validity in that. It's also like, but you're going to be dead. So it doesn't really matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. That you have unfulfilled dreams. Yes. And then hers being complacent. That's your greatest fear. You're on national TV with 30 dudes that you just met other Mm -hmm. than one. And complacent is what you're worried Uh about. Girl, worry about herpes. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I would be like. There's a fear. Do you have herpes? Because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Michelle, you have bigger fish to fry than getting through your to-do list. Yes. There's STDs all around you. Um, Oh my gosh. But speaking of fears, listen, it's time for us to take a quick break and tell you that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, I, oh, do you yeah. want to do it? I'll no, talk about it. Us. Let me. T- yes, go so BetterHelp is a is a company that I have worked a lot with, and what they're all about is trying to help you uh, reach your goals. If there's something that is blocking you from reaching your goals or preventing you from having happiness, now what BetterHelp will do is that they'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you'll be matched with a therapist within 48 hours. And it's not a crisis line or self help. It is actual professional therapy done securely online and there's a broad range of specialties that or expertise that might not be available locally and the service is available worldwide you can log into your account any time of day send a message to your therapist and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses plus you can schedule weekly video and um, phone sessions so you don't have to wait in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy and And also go ahead uh, let me just say that that therapy is a great thing and there are five people in my family and three of them out of the five are currently in therapy. 
with well, yeah. therapists and it's Mental a health great is important. thing. Yes. It's super duper important. And I know a lot of people think, oh, but I can't afford it. Well, BetterHelp offers financial aid and they are more affordable than traditional offline therapy. People are loving them. You can go and check out their reviews at betterhelp.com slash reviews. Um, and so many people are signing up for BetterHelp, like over 2 million people um, that have taken charge of their mental health, that BetterHelp is um, recruiting more therapists in all 50 states. Yeah, there is no excuse for not getting help right now and feeling better. So here's what you're going to want to do. Our podcast, Rose Pricks, our listeners get 10% off the first month at betterhelp.com slash Rose Pricks. That's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Rose Pricks. So please go check it out. And just spell that it's better H-E-L-P so that you know where you're going. Yes. Rosefreak. Yes. Okay. And now back to our episode, um, which is perfect because it's time for another, it's time for another group date card and it's well, the rest of the dudes. Yes. But now back to dinner for Cucamonga and Michelle and they get really vulnerable. It's time to get vulnerable. It's time. It's time to get vulnerable and breathe in each other's faces. So close. <laughs> they get so close to each other's faces. I know. I know. Uh, it's got to be uncomfortable. I was getting a crick in my neck just watching how close they were. I was like, God damn. Give, me, give each other a little space. Oh. oh, my God. I am so sorry. You guys know this is not the regular thing. Girl, quit apologizing for that dog. It is oh my what it God. is. We it's are it. not in a studio. We are in each other's homes where there are living, breathing creatures and humans. And there's somebody loud. at our door. Luckily, there's somebody here to get the door. But, um, oh my gosh. All right. It is, it is time for them to get vulnerable, like I said. And uh, this was actually, though, I thought this was really interesting. Um, Cause he asked her what went wrong with her last relationship. And I don't know if they, this was like a thing where they were like, you know, we're going to, this is the part where we're going to get like serious. And they gave him the question to ask, or I wasn't sure if Michelle was like, Hey, here's something I really want to talk about on this show. But I was kind of proud that it's, I feel like they've been taking steps at like baby steps, but steps nonetheless at like, like Matt James had a couple of conversations about this kind of thing. And Tasha had a couple of conversations, but I feel like Michelle is like, listen, if I'm going to be the bachelorette, I'm going to talk about this stuff. I want to talk about being a black girl. I want to talk about being a person of color. I want to like have these conversations and she's not shying away from it. Um, no, she's not. She's not. She's definitely like, and let me tell you, I was dating this white dude. And I told him somebody called me the N-word. And he was like, why weren't you calm? And I was like, why didn't I see the red flag? Why didn't I see it at that time? And looking at um, Rancher Cucamonga's face, I feel like he was like, oh, shit. How do you I think? respond to this? Yeah, it, it didn't feel like it was like, how can I put it? Uh, it was like, do I share a story similar mm-hmm. or do I just say, girl, I get it? Or do what do I say? Because the fact of the matter is, is that like these aren't typical conversations that you have to have when you're on date with another black person. 
you like if you were dating a new black guy as a black woman, you're not uh-huh. like, let me tell you about the racism I faced in another room. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right, right. So he seemed like he was just a little like, mm, okay, how do I keep this romantic? while also acknowledging the pain that she's been through. I, I, he handled it well, but I saw a moment of his mind percolating of, damn, I wish I had like a pizza to put in her mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could go back to talking about Granny Smith apples yes, versus Fuji. Something or other, but he did. He handled it well because it was just like, oh, okay, so we're going to, Oh, we're going to go here right now. Like we were just talking about being complacent and me dying before having kids. <laughs> and I did not, I didn't know that this is where you were going to go with it. I do think she has taken upon this, like, like you said, like this charge of, I will not just be any bachelorette. I'll be the bachelorette that makes, you know, these people, oh, people who watch this show aware of what happens when you're dating while black. But I'm kind of appreciating it because I do think it is like a thing that's happening in the show that's sort of unacknowledged that there are a lot of people of color on this, on her season. And I feel like she is break, doing some groundbreaking stuff. And I, I appreciate that she's like, look, let's talk about it. Let's it's it's happening. And people at home, I mean, in some parts of the country are like very aware, like she's doesn't I do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you're I completely understand what you're saying, that that's not a normal conversation. So she's my she's being it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bringing up stuff that she would not normally bring up, but I guess I'm saying I appreciate that she's bringing it up because people need to understand that that does go on. Oh no, she's definitely bringing it up for the white audience members. Yeah, this is not for me. You know, yes, this is absolutely for the majority viewers who are Caucasian. This is not. This was not for Angel. I was like, okay, come on, let's move it along. With we kissing or what's going to happen next? But yes. Okay. That's I, what I was wondering if you were like, all right, this is disingenuous. Uh, I just used the freaking word disingenuous on my own. Yes, you did. Yes, <laughs> you did. I, I will say it was purposeful. So I can't really call it disingenuous because she was doing it on purpose for the specific reason that she did it. Yes. 
it just, I wasn't, uh, obviously, me as the viewer, that's not who she was doing it to educate, obviously. Exactly. She was doing it for the people, majority of the people who watch the show, which are white women. Yeah, and I thought it would have been a maybe, maybe a better served her to do that on a date with a white guy. Um, yeah, possibly. Absolutely. I think maybe she was doing a soft launch just to see <laughs> <laughs> how does this stick with you? Okay. Well, okay, great. When I take out either Chris, Chris or Casey, I know what I'm going to say. Got it. Because I feel like that would have been an interesting moment to be like, listen, this is what a white, how a white guy handled business before. When I told him that this thing happened, like, don't freaking do that. Yeah. Like, I don't really even do. I think, think about was... telling me when I come to you with an experience, don't even think about telling me like, oh, well, don't let that get up, upset you. Yeah. I think this was just really a soft launch and because she brings it up, well, not brings up that specific situation. She um, brings up dating as a black woman again. Yes. During spoken word, but we, mm-hmm. we're almost there. Okay, so we'll, I'll I'll let us get there. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Kukamunga passes the test and is like, you know, even though, like you said, he looked like he was sweating bullets trying to figure out the right thing to say, but he <laughs> he came up with it and he gets the rose, and now it's group date time, and yes. Jamie, it's Jamie's time to shine. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Jamie's Jamie's hair looks like a toupee just sitting up on top of his head. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's very much so gives me uh, tracks glued down to his head. That's what mm-hmm. it's giving me. Mm-hmm. But yes, Jamie's time to shine. They walk in. Well, Michelle goes to get the get the the guys right, and they walk into this. Uh, you know, uh, like little black box theater. And there's a man already full Maya Angelou <laughs> giving spoken word that you never heard. And I wish you were my favorite dish. And Chris G comes in there and literally busts the nut. <laughs> he's like oh my god it's <laughs> samsonite booty type like it's somebody we've never heard of and not to say that this man might not be very prolific in the spoken word but it's just like in the community right in the spoken word community but everyone else in america who's not into spoken word was like who the who is this i was they were probably like what's spencer doing up there they probably made him another one of the black bachelor bachelorette contestants it was like why they got him oh my god but they keep flashing back to chris's face and he's just like clutching himself he's like oh my god like he cannot get over it it was he was losing his ever loving mind. And uh-huh. this man was just up there. Say the words, who the turds. And <laughs> Chris is like, this is the reason why I got into spoken word. This guy right here. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, right. In right. the spoken word. Like, like you're some nationally known spoken wordist. Like he's like, it's, this was my inspiration. It's so, but the Stephanie, okay. So you know how last week we brought up your favorite, well, my, one of my favorite two romantic uh, movies, Love and Basketball. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling and I'm going to see, it seems as if the producers are pulling themes 
from I saw this movie. I know what movie you're talking about. Which movie? Oh my god, it's with Mia. Uh-huh. Uh, it's yes, I love this movie. Love um, Jones. The, love Jones. I've seen Love Jones like 10 times. I let, I, me, let me tell you, if they give me if next week there's another goddamn theme I can pull from another black movie, I know what they're doing. I'm gonna be like, if this if there's somebody from Africa from Zamunda comes up here, I'll be like, come to america god damn it <laughs> i know what you're doing uh, it's another by the way love jones is another movie that has like an excellent soundtrack that i used to oh listen my to the god, soundtrack so good pennies from you know the song I'm talking about like this? a penny with a hole yeah, in it oh i love yes, it loved I it i love that song i used I, to listen to the um the soundtrack over and over and over so yes so i had I. the same thought i had the same thought <laughs> that is so funny <sighs> So basically they're, they're charged with writing Michelle, a poem. They got to get deep and profess their love. And, <sighs> and another thing, okay. In other seasons of this show, which that are, I think before your time, they usually spend some time with this. Like if they're going to do this, this is like the big thing they're doing and they'll have, you know, there's going to be like a whole thing where they're working on their poem and they're like workshopping it with the expert that's there. They did not do any of that. They're just like, okay, you guys are writing a poem. Okay. Now you're performing it. I'm telling you, I think because the expert probably was like, no, they were like, he doesn't have enough personality. Chris is the only one orgasming. They probably had to stop because Chris, Chris was having so many orgasms. With this dude, they were like, the set is the set is getting sticky. We just need to move on and get these guys up here. Yes. But also the one thing that was so interesting every time, and this isn't before your time, but didn't you think it was interesting that normally people suck at this? Like they and why were all of these guys good? Well, good is Besides Jane, I mean, but they were all reasonable. The ones they showed were like, mm, well, are you doing somebody else's poem? Let's start with Brandon. Because okay. I, I, I was like, this is when I realized, oh, she really likes him. Because Brandon's, okay, you, you probably never experienced this. But in growing up as a young girl in Black church, poetry was like the thing that everyone thought they could do. Right. Uh-huh. When it was time, like, cause you know, if you can sing or not, and if you can't sing, then people are going to know you can't sing. If you can't <laughs> play instruments, people ain't going to know. But if you can say words, they thought they could do poetry. Mm-hmm. So listening to him do this elementary poetry that sometimes rhymed and sometimes didn't. And he would hit the rhyme really hard, even if it was off. Mm-hmm. He was like, in the future, I see you and me. And I hope you see this opportunity. Mm-hmm, who shine mm-hmm. and I was like oh this is like a poem written by a fifth grader now I, the thing is is I could tell he was sincere but I was just like how that might be what spoke to that's her that's what I was gonna say that's uh, why she liked it she was like oh my god he literally must have called one of my students <laughs> which I think is so thoughtful that or he one really, of the actors from uh from last week <laughs> one of the SAG actors <laughs> had them help him with it so that it's not only tying in his feelings for me, but it's also tying in my love for education. Oh my gosh. When she said that was really good, I was like, oh, she really likes him. Yeah. That's what, because I would have been like, boy, sit down. Now I already know words are not your thing. I saw you, I saw your spelling before. Mm -hmm. So I know this is not, is did you just draw pictures on this page? Because (laughs) these rhymes were terrible. (laughs) 
<laughs> but he was so sincere. So I guess yeah. that, that like made up for everything. Oh. Well, all the guys were sincere until Jamie, who <laughs> this was, this was the best. So Jamie goes up and he's like, Hey, um, so I lost my book. Oh, you lost your book. You guys are sitting in one room. You probably have sat in one seat the entire time you've been there, but you just, you misplaced it. It was so, so ridiculous. It really was. I was like, huh? I was waiting for them to pan to the other guys to see their expression when he said that. But instead we had to see their expression when he did this terrible, like Ted talk. It was so God awful. Oh my God. This is where he really turned into Carl. He was like, listen, there's a story. It's a little red riding hood is walking to her grandmother's house, but (laughs) then she decides that it's too long to get to grandma's house. So she takes a shortcut and on the way she meets a guardian angel. And the guys are just like, what is he doing? He, this is not a personal story. This isn't a poetry. What is he doing? He was up there. I'm Carl Jr. I was like, that's who he is. He's Carl yep. Jr. up here with this thing. And he was so confident with it, which was the part that was pissing me off. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you just confident that this ain't sucking ass. But it is. Yeah. I mean, just taking his time, walking, prolificating, like really taking the beats. I was like, I would have <sighs> been like, boo, in the mm-hmm. audience. Loud. Oh. So then they don't even really address it that much, which was no. making me wonder if he's just getting kicked off. So they're just not going to make it a huge story. But so then mm-hmm. Michelle does a poem, which I was like, okay, that's good. Cause she didn't get to do the G force thing. Yeah. She was like, well, I won't throw up doing <laughs> this, but her poem had a lot to do with race. Yes. And, and also not being considered well, being considered the token and not being considered attractive and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, Michelle has an agenda and she is going to make sure she gets that agenda accomplished regardless of what this pot, what, what happens at the end of this uh, season. She's going to make the people who watch this know that it's hard out here for a black girl, especially one that grew up in an all white uh, majority white town. Mm-hmm. And I'm not mad at her about it. I'm just like, okay, move this. Uh, I know this story. Let's let's move on to something that I don't know. But the guys were digging it, and the white dudes were like, okay, note to self, mm-hmm. <laughs> make her feel great because she's been through shit. That's what I felt like. The white dudes were picking up. They were like, okay, all right. If I want to last, I gotta make her feel great. I have to say that, um, and I know this isn't really the point of it, but there's, there was something way more interesting and real about it than like, than like when Katie, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I thought it was important that Katie disclosed like her sexual assault and I'm not taking anything away from that, Mm -hmm. but I just felt, I felt this felt actually important to me, like, and not, it didn't feel as performative. Do you know what I mean? No, it didn't. I don't think it felt performative. I, but again, I do think Michelle has has a very clear idea about what she wants her time on The Bachelor to look like. When people yeah. look back at her season, 
So that's what I mean by I'm not calling it. Uh, I'm not calling it disingenuous. I'm not calling it performative, but I am calling it intentional. Intentional. Yeah, I, I agree. But I enjoyed it a lot more, you know, than say the Katie where it just felt like Katie. It felt like Katie wanted to be famous oh, and yeah. really wanted people to respond a certain way. I feel a lot less neediness with Michelle. Yes, I think Katie wanted to be everyone's champion where I think Michelle is just like, no, you will be aware of what happens when you are a black woman dating. Yeah. That's what I feel is the difference between the two. Katie was necessary, was doing it just specifically for herself. And I think Michelle is more so like, even if I don't end up with none of these dudes, you all will be more aware. Which I really, really liked. I thought it was a great kind of thing for the bachelorette because they do tend to come off as more needy. Like Mm -hmm. Katie, I think one of the reasons we got so turned off was it was really about like, how do I look and how, what do people think of me? And I feel like Michelle just comes off as stronger and like, yeah, I don't need you. If you're not going to, you know, I'm really actually looking for somebody that I care about and that's a real person. I don't know if it comes off like that to me, but she definitely doesn't come off like Katie. That's 100% sure. Yeah. She does not. She's not Katie by far. Thank God. Yeah. So moving on, because this is going to get funnier. Um, So Michelle does her poem and then it's time for the after party. And Jamie just continues. uh, Carl's Jr. just continues to tell everyone how. Yeah, I'm just kind of way ahead of the other guys because, you know, basically because I've just been so transparent, you know, right. I'm just ahead. I'm ahead. So then Brandon wants to show her that he's now he uses this word. He's like, I really want to show her that I'm immaculate. What does that mean? (laughs) He is not good with words. I don't think that's what he meant. I think (laughs) I don't. I honestly was like, what does that mean? I, I, I think I think he was trying to like show that I, he was he could be vulnerable and not have a lot of like toxic masculinity but immaculate is for immaculate means that you're like perfection and amazing to look at yeah but i don't think that's i don't think that's what he meant this baby is not good with words is what i know yeah yeah or <laughs> spelling remember oh yeah He's no anything to having that. to do with words <laughs> anything is just not his forte yeah. So they get together and are both. And he's like, I've never felt this before. Yeah. What? You have never even had a one-on-one date with her. Like, I don't, I don't get that. He needs to slow his role. He, cause um, he's 18. And so this is, he's like a grown woman is <laughs> paying me attention. This is amazing. Like, cause he is one of the younger contestants. He's what? 26, 24. Yeah. 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 He is his nose, his nostrils are wide open, especially this is when I knew he was not, it was it's game over for him. When she said, I find you really attractive. This is after, you know, he talked about how people weren't feeling him mm-hmm. growing up. She said, I find you really attractive, but the things that attract me are your mind. I know. I know without a shadow of a doubt, just based off of how he spells and based off of how he did that poem, that's not something this this guy gets complimented about is his intellect. And mm-hmm. this is not me even joking. This is me being serious. Yeah. I don't think she realizes how much that compliment really did 
him over, like in a good way, like mm-hmm. to have someone not just because he is cute. He's a cute like I would have definitely thought he was so fine if I was like 21, 22. I've been like, oh, my God, Brandon, it's OK. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's paying attention to what that boy says, like because he's not saying anything profound. So for her mm-hmm. to say that. He could, she could get whatever the hell she wanted out of him from now on, just off of that goddamn compliment alone. That's it. Yeah, it's just that that it's just so unattractive that he get he's so little boyish. It is like a weird mommy thing, like yeah. that he's just like, oh, I like her so much. I'm having butterflies. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's weird. But the thing is, I don't think he was in my top four. He's in there now. Interesting. He, he's okay. in there now. Well, especially since Jamie's out. Uh, um, he's definitely in my top four. And it's because of her. She is really just feeding that man's ego. And he's mm-hmm. going to love it. Yeah. Anyways. So <clears throat> they show each of the guys talking to uh, Michelle. And um, then when Jamie's talking about it, he's like, you know, we communicate on a different level. Oh no, he tells her this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. We communicate on a different level. Like when we're together, it's so intentioned and meaningful. And then he t- he's talking to Cameron. And he's like, yeah, when we're to- I can tell she's captivated. Really? He, he is so into himself. It's just like, you don't even need a relationship. You in love with you. Just mm-hmm. marry you. He like... I just can't believe the stuff that he was willing to say to the camera, to the producers. I was like, oh, you're saying this out loud. Yeah. Huh. Wow. By the way, and I haven't brought this up to you yet, but uh, I have a bonus episode for us if you want, because I dug up, well, I didn't dig it up, but I found it on Reddit, a bunch of tweets that have come out that are not surprising from Jamie. Oh, well, yes, we can definitely cover that bunch of old tweets. Yeah. I thought that would be a a good, um, a good Patreon. Uh, they, they, they give us a little insight into his personality, but Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so he's like, oh yeah, I'm definitely getting this group date rose, but the rose goes to Brandon. Yep. And that, and Jamie is like seething inside (laughs) and he pulls a producer aside. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you told me when you start seeing the producers shit's going wrong Mm -hmm. in the fact that he really said so i'm competing with brandon Mm -hmm. like this is what happened during your national search like (laughs) where are the guys he didn't just he didn't just insult brandon he said Mm -mm. let me talk about every single last one of these men up in here they're not competition i was like what does he what does he feel like he's bringing to the table that's uh, so amazing. Like I haven't so seen what, right? I'm like, I haven't seen what he's seeing. I, I know. And then the worst part is he's like, yeah, you know, the challenging thing about Michelle. Oh, bring it, bring it to us, Jamie. What's the challenging thing about Michelle? What's, what's mm-hmm. Michelle doing? That's very, cha- 
He's like, she just thinks she's a fucking spring break right now. You know, she's supposed yes. to be out here looking for a husband. And I'm sorry, it's kind of a turnoff. I mean, I'm not going to judge, <laughs> but I am going to make fun of it. It's like, dude, you have a shrunken apple head. Like, I'm not going to judge, but I am going to make fun of it. Your shrunken apple head. What are you bringing to the freaking table? Not only that, you applied to be on this show. You can't talk. Mm-hmm. You're in the same spring break motherfucking pool that she's in. Exactly. <laughs> Sir, and then had the nerve, the, 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 the unmitigated gall, the, the audacity to be like, so I've got to wait six weeks as if. He knew I'll be the one she chooses in six weeks. Mm-hmm. I gotta wait six weeks for her to, sir, mm-hmm. sir, calm <laughs> down. You, like you're only kind of cute, not even fully cute. Like it's like, mm, let me see you in ten years because you might look ghoulish. Like what? You're not bringing y'all did rock climbing. Mm-hmm. And you wore a terrible tan suit the first time you showed up. <laughs> like what exactly? What is what is you talking about? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's crazy what men see in themselves that no one else sees. Unbelievable. Huh. So so then um let's see. Nate takes her aside and they decide to run away and she takes off her shoes and it's very sweet and playful. And I was like, see, this is what she likes as far as like, this is the difference between Nate and Rancho Cucamonga is -hmm. like Nate's playful side. Isn't goofy. It's like kind of fun. Yeah. It's more like her and Nate are having recess while with her Rancho Cucamonga, she's babysitting. Yes. Yes. She's like, don't, don't eat that. That's for the dog. Leave that alone. Okay. (laughs) This is a real apple. That's a toy. (laughs) Uh, Exactly. So then Michelle takes, um, head on a platter who somebody on Facebook said that he looks like Dr. House. And I was like, wow, that's the one. Okay, so I have been they were trying to compare him to somebody else. And I was like, that's not who he looks like. And I could not figure out who it was. House Lou, Hugh Laurie or whatever his name is. Yes, yes. That is the exact. And that's his son. That's his long lost son. Yes, 100 percent. Well, he does look like they were saying he looked like B.J. Novak. Uh, you know, from the office, uh-huh. yeah, which he no. does kind of, but Dr. House is like, oh, there it is. That's the, the spot expression. on. It, yeah, that's it right there. It's those eyes that look like you. He's addicted to opioids. It's yeah. all of that. Yes, <laughs> I see it. So he, so I, I have to say, I liked how this went down. So this so is down. where Jamie gets exposed. I liked, and I, I'm not a huge fan of House, but I do like he didn't bring a bunch of energy to this, like trying to create a whole drama, but I thought somebody needed to address the elephant in the room, which is that she said, who said this, or basically like somebody said this and no one said anything. So now he's like, look, it's weird that somebody told you that people were questioning your character because just because I'm close to a lot of the guys and no one said that. So right. I'm wondering if the person who told you, and I'm not trying to get you to tell me who told, who told you like, that's, you know, whatever, but me, it's possible that they were telling you that without the best of intentions. Like maybe right. they were trying to throw someone under the bus and she's like, oh yeah, it was Jamie. 
Yeah. <laughs> She's like, so when Jamie, Jamie, you know, Jamie out there, the one who had on the tan suit, he's mm. the one who said it. And <laughs> you know what? Now that makes sense because I'm seeing all types of red flags because he said some other shit that didn't have nothing to do with y'all mm-hmm. that should have made me ponder then. But yes, this is this is good to know. And, and uh, the house's eyes are so big. Oh as as they are naturally but uh-huh. they get even bigger because you know he's like oh shit i just got some tea she just spilled some tea and now i gotta go bring it to the other guys so i gotta get but i still have to like make use of my time yes yes so he's like yeah i'm really into you okay gotta go gotta go gotta go but he also he said hmm, that's so strange that he wouldn't own up to it the character of guy that he is because yeah jamie be acting like oh no i i'm this guy that like i don't need any of this i'll say what i want but then didn't want to fess up to it so yeah he was like oh i'm about to take this tea back to the dudes this is gonna be great <laughs> yes yes so okay so she goes back. Oh, no. So he goes back and he calls all the guys. He's like, guys, listen, this is what happened. And she said it was Jamie. And they're like, oh, shit. Okay. And then I like, I think it was Nate uh-huh. who was like, look, I don't want to get into a whole. I was really liking Nate. Nate mm-hmm. was really cool during this whole thing. He just was like, look, we let's address it. Like, yeah. let's, but let's address it with Jamie. Like, right. let's not make this a whole drama where we're all talking around it. Like, let's address it. Yeah. So they're like, Jamie, come here. And he, this is such, this was probably my favorite part of the episode. So they're like, Jamie, uh, yeah. So Michelle says whatever that uh, she talked to and that you're the one that said it. And then Jamie's lying was so great. Oh, um, okay. So um, the comment I made, to Michelle. Okay. Look, <laughs> what I said to Michelle was because there was a comment that happened. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> there was a lot of chatter going on about her character or lack of it. So I, and Nate is just like, what are you talking about? He's like, what? Who, who was saying this? I wasn't involved in the conversation. I was in my room. <laughs> So I didn't actually hear it, mm-hmm. but there was conversation. And I didn't say people were questioning her character. I was saying the conversations were building a monster, right? A monster that was becoming a character in its own. <laughs> and we don't have enough roses to give out a rose to a monster. I don't even think Michelle wants to date a monster. Maybe she does. She's treating this whole thing like spring break. Maybe that's her thing. Maybe she likes monsters. I don't know. I don't even know if I know her anymore. Oh, you know something that I didn't bring up that he said that I was just like, ooh, he bowed on their little bit of time that they had together. He's like, you know, every day I think, okay, how am I going to get a rose? How am I going to get a rose? Do yeah. you remember when he said that? Yes. I said, oh, he just said that out loud. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't in your mind? You didn't, you didn't just keep that in your mind? Yeah, yeah. And so speaking of that, then he says like, uh, well, listen, the viewers are going to have questions when, you know, when they see the episode and Nate is like, why are we talking about episodes? Dude, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, the viewers, you know, they're going to watch the show and they're going to be like, people were questioning her character. And the guys are like, what the fuck? Shut up. He's like, listen, when you think about a character arc on a show like this, a reality (laughs) TV show, let me just show you what I drew out. (laughs) He 
He's like, she, I was already sitting in the edit bay with for working on episode one. You right. Know. <laughs> right. He's like, listen, her, I did a poll. Her likability went down once they saw that she knew Joe. So this was me trying to, you know, fix that. Right. Right. And they Nate like, is like, are you threatened by Joe? And he's like, what? That is so funny that you would even ask that. Like, why would you even, of course I'm not threatened by Joe. Like me, Jamie, please. Why would you even ask that? <laughs> so meanwhile, Michelle goes to talk to Tasha and Caitlin. And she's like, listen, I talked to Dr. House and um, <laughs> he's trying to get to the bottom of what the disease is. But meanwhile, he said <laughs> that everyone trusts me and no one was questioning my character. So this makes me really emotionally exhausted in the exact same way I was emotionally exhausted when I thought no one trusted me and everyone was questioning my character. <laughs> so I'm going to really try not to put my walls up, but it's going to be really hard because when, everybody trusts me now. When she said, I'm going to try not to put my walls up, I said, she's in it. She's in it. She's in the zone. She's not coming out until mm-hmm. until after the final rose. Mm-hmm. She's not coming out of this. No. No, she is all in a hundred percent. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go. Vulnerability, genuinality, <laughs> intentionality. All of it. Oh my God. Walls up here for the right reasons. So, so Michelle comes down and okay, I'll hand it to her. She doesn't give another whole ass speech to the guys. I like that. She's mm-hmm. just like, listen, let me talk to uh, Jamie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she pulls mm-hmm. Jamie aside and she's like, first of all, uh, wh- the guys, okay. She basically confronts him and Jamie is like, wait, when or no guys were questioning whether you once said hello to Joe. Oh, this was in front of everybody first. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. She was, she comes in that then he, so he's like completely caught and doing the hemming and hawing thing again. He's like, okay, okay, hold on. So what you're saying is, so one, or maybe no one was questioning whether you once said hello to Joe, but they were cool. And it, anyway, does that sound like our conversation? And she's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, let me tell you exactly what you said. You said that people were uh, that um, not only did people wonder whether or not I had met Joe, but that your friend in Montana or Minneapolis or Minnesota, wherever the Whiteville is that I'm from, <laughs> saw me uh, with a light skinned man. And and uh, that those two together did not uh, equate it to basically I my uh, character. And he's like, mm, no, I was trying to be proactive. <laughs> yeah. You know, help you cut it off at the root, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. She was like, mm, regardless of your intention, did you not see how I was when I came down here <laughs> last yeah. week? And, and that right there is where... I, everybody turned on him because it, that was the whole thing. It's like, she was upset and he was smirking about it. He did not care that he, this is where we all started to realize like something's wrong with this guy. Right. Right. Cause he didn't say, Hey, 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 calm down. <laughs> yeah. What I told you this, it didn't need to be all this girl. I'm just right. saying just right. be careful, be honest or be open about this with everyone so that this doesn't become a thing. 
Right. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. He was so happy that he caused a drama, that he caused yeah. a problem and he didn't care. He thought it was funny. He thought it was great that she was upset. He was like, she should be upset. She should be because I'm the most important person here. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Jamie. Yeah. Okay. I'm not on spring break. I'm in fall semester. Where are you guys at? <laughs> so she's like, okay, but Jamie, can you see how, you know, your preventative measures still fucked everything up? Can I talk to you outside? So they go outside and she's like, listen, you brought you, you brought this up. You brought this on yourself. Mm -hmm. Not anybody else. Yeah. She was like, I'm going to take you to the principal's office and he's going to have your mom pick you up, (laughs) but mm -mm, you can no longer be in my class. Class is missed. (laughs) Which I was real. I was liking her. I was like, this is a good episode. She's just taking care, just taking out the trash. Oh, yeah. Which not stringing it out and annoying everybody with multiple episodes of him. No, she definitely this was a good episode for her. She handled herself well. I was like, oh, America is definitely like the people who watch Rose Bricks for not Rose Bricks, The Bachelorette for like just entertainment and fun. They love a kick ass woman. They're like, ah, she's mad and she's going to do something about it. Mm -hmm. Love it. So, of course, she cancels the rest of the cocktail uh, um, hour because why would people get an opportunity to get to talk to her? We're we're not here for that. Right. So she hands out roses. Yeah. But also real quick, they don't even show Jamie in the car, which I felt like was an interesting choice. And I did. They just showed him get in the car. Did they show him talking? Oh, no, they showed him in the car. Oh, while my internet was, was going out a little bit. I might have missed it. He didn't. It was he was so befuddled at how he just got kicked off of the show that like actual words, they were allowing, I think, her voice to voice over. And you see him getting ready to try to make words, but then being stumped every time. It was like very much so like, a what the fuck? Like, how did that just happen? I'm Jamie. Yeah. I'm the guy. I'm the best guy. Ha, 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 ha. It was a lot of those moments. Ha, 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 ha. I was like, he should have wrote it down in that poetry book. <laughs> Maybe oh, he, he lost known. it. Yeah, but he lost that thing. He lost his poetry book. Sorry, Jamie. Yeah, so Rose time. Everybody gets a rose except for Spencer, Pizza, Malik, with the blonde hair, LT, who'd been punched in the face. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. Those four guys. So less left is Joe, Rick, Leroy, Nate, Casey, Chris G, Chris S. I don't know how Chris S is still here. Doesn't make any sense. Clayton, Olu, Romeo, and Will, and Martin, Rodney, and Brandon. Yeah. And I think the reason why that Chris guy, that's the WeHo, WeHo Chris, I think the reason he's still there is because he's going to be our next drama, judging from the coming attractions. He is going to be the next drama, but I'm telling you right now, like I told you before, I was like, I don't think Michelle is like into black dudes in the sense of with two black parents, Leroy and Olu are the only ones left. And I'm going to tell you right now, Leroy is going to be gone next week. Yeah, I don't it's think gonna, Olu's going to make it that far either. No, it's just going to be white dudes and biracial dudes. That yeah. is her gym jam. I called yeah. this. I could tell by her energy on the day <laughs> one. I said, okay, I know who's about to, what the person's going to look like that wins. 
So we'll see. Yep. We will see. Um, Okay. This was really fun and join us. Please join us on Patreon. We're going to break down some Jamie's uh, a little of his social media craziness. And I think that's going to be really fun. All right, let's do it. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.